Hi, it's Melissa Moore. Welcome to Mile High Magazine. Having on my favorite guest, Kevin Peterson of the Chronicope Institute. Kevin is a licensed marriage and family therapist. And we're going to talk about how to find a therapist today. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Melissa. Let's talk a little bit about therapy and start with the basics. How does somebody know when life has become, I don't want to say, know if I would say tough, but they just need someone to talk to, someone to help. How do they know? How does somebody know when it's time for therapy? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question because, you know, I think for so long people have looked at asking for help from a therapist uh, means you're crazy. Right. Um, and, and that, or you're off the deep end. Or, you know, I mean, I always like when, you know, when people are like, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And they're like, oh, nice meeting you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> and or like, oh, I really could have used you. And I'm like, well, you know, here's the thing. Um, you know, working with a therapist isn't like hitting the panic button. Um, the, the idea is to be use therapy as a proactive engagement. So when you if you just feel like things aren't going 100 percent or they're a little bit off or you're just not sure, a, a lot of times people just want someone to listen to them, mm-hmm. you know, and that's OK, too. But you don't got to wait. And here's the most. This, so the first step is don't wait till it's a crisis. Yep. If there's something going on and you feel like you need, you know, someone to listen to who's an who's a very, you know, unbiased third party, you know, because, you know, your family's going to say one thing, your spouse is going to say another thing, your friends are going to say another thing. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, you know, hey, you know, you don't got to wait till the bombs are going off. You can just like have someone that you talk to on a semi-regular basis and so just bounce things off of them and say, so I have this idea, you know, and they, they might look at you like that is the craziest idea I've ever heard. For yeah. folks that didn't maybe ever have therapy growing up or have therapy even as they were young adults, sometimes they feel a little overwhelmed and a little scared to start talking to somebody and don't even know where to start. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're if you're at that space where you're just like, OK, I think I need to talk to someone, and I, but I don't know what to do next. So we've, we've gotten into the I'm willing to talk to somebody phase. And but how mm-hmm. do I find someone? Well, so there's two avenues um, for therapy. One is if you have insurance, if you have uh, medical insurance, it generally comes with a medical mental health benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and therapists uh, will either choose to be in network with certain therapists or certain insurance companies, apologize, and, or, or they'll do strictly cash pay and you might be able to get reimbursed. So what you've got to figure out is what can I afford? Your average therapist in Colorado charges somewhere between $120 and $150 a session right now. Um, and and so the, so if you're using your insurance, the odds, you know, depending on the insurance plan that you have, it may pick up all of it and may pick up part of it. You may have a copay. You may have to pay a piece of it. So the first thing you've got to figure out is what can I afford? Because the last thing you want to do is get into a hole financially. And, and that, that just doesn't make any sense. So one of the best ways I know to figure that part out is go to a website called psychologytoday.com. And the beauty of psychology today is that it lists all the therapists available in your zip code by their insurances that they take and by the things that they, they work on. That's because that's the next thing we're going to talk about is what are your issues? Right. Find someone that specializes in your issues, Yep. you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I always tell people is like, you know, you don't want to go to the general practitioner if you have, you know, leukemia. You know, you you want to you want to go to the the specialist. 
And and so on on Psychology Today, you can you can get that that information. Now, I, I want to be clear: people like me that don't take insurance also use Psychology Today. So it's a perfect clearinghouse for everything. Yeah, because not all therapists are going to deal with insurance and billing and all that other stuff. And not all not all therapists are going to be able to deal with your issue. You know, one of the most important things I figured out as as myself as a therapist is I have a niche. I'm really good at working with families that struggle with addiction and mm-hmm. severe mental illness and, and how to how to sort of heal the family system from that process. Right. Now, I went to a great school, I went to Regis. I have a great I have a great degree from them. I'm you know, I'm licensed. Um, and that, does that mean that I can't talk to people about anxiety, depression, marriage issues, parenting? Sure, I can do all that. That's just not my choice. As the client, if you're okay, you've gotten to the point where you're willing to go to therapy, and now we're going to figure out what your financial situation is. Do you want to use insurance? Or do you want to pay cash? Then we're going to figure out the specialist, somebody that you know goes after your specific issues, regardless of what they are. Trust me, there's somebody out there. Now, yeah. I want you to beware of the therapist that says they're a specialist in everything. Yes. And because you, when you go on their website, and it'll say, here are the things I specialize in, and this is the part that always terrifies me. I specialize in youth, adolescent, teens, college age, young adults, you know, 40 year olds and, and, and geriatrics. Right. Individual couples therapy. It's like, no, 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 no. Uh, find someone that understands, you know, that gets your situation and figures your situation out. The other thing that I think is super critical is, is having a discovery call with them up front. Okay. 15, 20 minutes. Make sure you guys feel comfortable with one another. First off, the whole thing about somebody who specializes in everything truly specializes in nothing. Right, exactly. That is the, that is the true danger, and you know, I just think it's you. You want to? It's your money, and it's your time. You're yep. the client. Yeah. You ha- you have the right to say, hey. I want somebody that has some experience with this process and that has worked in this environment before. And, and you know, one of the things that they teach us in graduate school is not to reveal a lot of yourself personally. And, and there's lots of really valid reasons for that. I totally get it. Okay. Um, but I also am pretty clear to help people understand, uh, you know, I understand families. I understand addiction. And here's why, you know, this is, a little bit of my situation. But I want you to understand that I'm not coming at it from a point of, well, it says in the book, this is what we should do. Mm-hmm. What, I, what you're going to get from me is, well, here's my practical experience, you know, and then here's my professional experience. We're going to do it that way. No, I think that's so great. And then having that discovery call, let's go back to that. What is the purpose of that call? And if I am the client, I am the patient, I'm making that call. What is it I'm trying to glean from it? You're trying to figure out, you know what it's like? <laughs> It's going to sound terrible, but it's just the truth. It's like a first date, you know. It's like, are, do you feel comfortable? Is this the kind of person you like? Um, do they have your sort of, you know? Because remember, you're going to be spending money and time with this person, mm-hmm. so you want to see, am I comfortable with this? Yeah, you know, you're you're giving it a quick test drive. You know, is this is this the kind of person I like? Do I, am I comfortable working with men? Am I comfortable working with women? Uh, is this person younger than me? Are they my age? Are they older than me? You know, do, do they come from my background? Do I need somebody from my background? Mm-hmm. That's what you're having. That's the discovery call. Yeah. You know, it's like a job interview. Yes. You know, it really so, is a job interview. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And, you know, and again, beware of the therapist that says, oh, yes, I do that to everything you say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That nuts. Um, it is nuts. You know, Nobody I, can specialize yeah, well, in everything. Oh my God! And I, I mean, I got to tell you, it's it's a rampant situation in in the therapy world. 
where we see, especially folks that are fresh out of school that are, you know, want to get as many clients as they can and establish themselves, that they'll just start jumping into everything. And, and like you said, the problem is they really don't know what they're talking about. Right. And, you know, you can't. And so and it's OK. It's a learning process. You know, it's a lesson. Um, but for the client, you know, go ahead, have that discovery call, see what they have to say, you know, um, make see if you feel comfortable. Go from there. So you find a therapist, you start seeing them. Here's my next question. What if you find after a session or two, you don't feel like you're clicking? Is that okay to say, hey, I don't feel like this is working for me? How long do you give it? Like, what is that process? Yeah, I, you know, I definitely think that's okay. Here's one of the things that I'll tell you that people tell me, oh, I went and saw this person a couple of times. I didn't like them. And so I just stopped. Mm. I'm like, okay, did you tell them? Yes. You know, and, or did you give them an opportunity? And they're like, no. I was, and so one of the things that I think therapy is always about is sort of learning to stand up for yourself, learning to express yourself, you know, to find your voice. Yes. Right. Yes. So I think it's critical to be in that situation and say, hey, um, I don't feel like I'm getting what I want here. Can we can we discuss this? And, and the savvy therapist, you know, one of the things that I do with my clients is say, hey, let's set some goals. Yes. Right up front. Yep. Why, why are you here? What, what can I do for you? OK, great. Let's make sure we're achieving those goals. Um, and, and so, uh, the, the, you know, the seasoned therapist will actually make sure that we're touching there. But I've had that happen to me. I've, I've gone and seen somebody for a while and I'm like, you know, this isn't what I want. Right. You know, um, and, and I'll tell you that here, here's the here's the thing. Here's what I hear the most from people that are like, yeah, I went there and all they did was nod their head and listen to me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. That's not what I wanted. And I'm like, OK, I get it. But did you tell them that? Right. And, and they're like, well, no. I said, OK, the therapist doesn't know anything unless you say something. Now, they may not be good at that. They may not be good at giving you feedback or, you know, engagement or give you thoughts and ideas. And, and again, a lot of therapists are reluctant to give advice or to point people in the right different directions. But there are other therapists that are like, oh, no, I'm really I'm very good at being open about my thoughts and ideas and giving you some feedback and saying, well, this is what I would do or this is what I wouldn't do. Right. And establish that up front. This is why I'm here. This is what I want. Yeah, I'm notorious for giving homework and for being incredibly direct and straightforward with my client base. And, And I tell them that up front. I'm like, hey, look. You know, um, you know, the work that I do tends to be very crisis oriented. It tends to be very direction oriented. You know, people come to me when their house is on fire. So we're going to put that fire out. And your specialty dealing with families and addiction. And like you said, the crisis, the house is on fire when they come to see you. Yeah. Yeah. And, And there's plenty of other therapists that do that kind of sort of crisis work or, you know, like, here's the issue. What do I do? Right. Work. Right. And, 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 and they're great at it, you know, and, and, and that's the kind of, to me, that's what I'm looking for. Now, here's the interesting thing, right, is that's generally how we start. And then once the crisis is abated and situation is resolved, then we can get a little bit deeper into, hey, how do you think we got here in the first place? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And get a little more introspective. And that's where it gets a little more touchy feely. And that's where people get a little more emotional. Yeah. And it's like, OK, so so now let's now we're having a deeper discussion. I, yeah. I love all of that. I think all of that is so important for people to hear because it is different therapists. It is different perspectives. Uh, speaking of different therapists, are there different kinds of therapy? Yes, there's lots of different kinds, just as there's different kinds of therapists you know, for that do children, adolescents, young adults, teens, et cetera, et cetera. 
same thing. You have people that do trauma work. You have people that do depression work. You have and the different methodologies. You know, one of my best friends is a Jungian therapist, and he's amazing. And mm. it's very much into archetypes and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And there's a lot of just you know, he, he's he's incredible. Um, and and there's plenty of other people to do that kind of you know different styles of therapy work. And so it's a question of you finding the person that you feel comfortable with. And once again, yeah. being aware of what it is you need to know and what it is you need to work on. Yeah, I think that's the thing that I think is most important. You know, when I talk to somebody, it's like, oh, I've been seeing my therapist for five years. I'm like, why? <laughs> you know, I mean, what, 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 what? And what? Then, you know, I'm like, well, you know, what? I don't understand. Why would you see someone for five years? Where, where are you going with this? Right. And, you know, what's the, I mean, are they giving you solutions? Are you getting homework? And they're like, no. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not my style. Yeah. You know? And I think so. that's important to note, too. This is not, you're not going to be there forever or you shouldn't be there forever. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there, it's, it's really, you know, there, there doesn't have to be a time limit, but it definitely is, you know, a lot is a situation where you want to walk in and be like, hey, this is what I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And we start digging in. And, it, you know, it may take some time to get there. Right. You know, it may, you, may, you may have to go around a couple of, you know, corners and up in a couple of mountains and through a few tunnels. But that's that's part of the process. No, I think that's great advice. Kevin Peterson, the Chronic Hope Institute, <laughs> licensed marriage and family therapist. We always run out of time, but I love talking with you. For people who want to get in touch with you, learn more information about what you do at the Chronic Hope Institute, uh, tell us what they need to do. So the best way to get a hold of me is go to my website, chronichope.us, and you can definitely see the entire spread. But we're also big into social media. So if you look at at Kevin W. Peterson, on Instagram, Peterson's with an E. Um, you can I put a lot of stuff up there, and then we have a great YouTube channel mm-hmm. uh, that is the you know the Chronic Hope Institute, and uh, we put all, all all the interviews I do, all sorts of information, all sorts of stuff there for you. Yeah, it's a great resource to have. So I love I love what you're doing on social media right now. Cool, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. All right, well, until next time, have a fabulous day, fabulous weekend. Appreciate you being okay. here. Hey, it's my pleasure, and hey, congratulations on your award. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is very sweet. Kevin, by the way, is referring to the fact that I was just in New York City and won a Gracie Award for radio. So that was a huge honor. So thank you, Kevin, for that shout out. That was very kind of you to say. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. To get more information on this episode or any of the other ones that you hear, just go to the radio station's website. We also save all the episodes as podcast. Go out. Have a great Sunday. Be blessed. Be kind to everyone. I'll see you back here next week. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday morning. Hope you have a fabulous day as well. Go out, be kind to everyone, and I'll see you back here in a week.